Hi, I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Welcome to Tumble, the show where we explore stories of science discovery. Today, we're getting on board a ship called the Nautilus that's exploring the depths of the ocean for all to see. The Nautilus? Are we talking about the submarine from Jules Verne's classic book, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea? Will we meet Captain Nemo? We're going to meet someone better than Captain Nemo, a real-life young explorer who will share her life on the ship and the unlikely story of how she got there. Right after this. Before we get to the rest of this episode, we just want to remind everyone that if you want a birthday shout-out on this show, all you need to do is support Tumble at the $5 level or higher. Patrons get all sorts of cool extras like bonus interview segments, merch, and ad-free access to our show. Just go to patreon.com slash tumblepodcast to support. And now, on to the show! Wow. Octopus. Whale fall. Oh, whale fall. Here we go, baby. Okay, give me... This is video from the EV Nautilus. At the moment, it discovered something incredible happening. A whale fall. What's a whale fall? It's what happens when a whale dies and falls to rest on the ocean floor. Yeah, this is worth a stop. This is like a baleen whale, and you can still see the baleen. Yes, the baleen is still there. Oh, this is great. The whale's skeleton is covered by deep-sea octopuses, eels, crabs, and other creatures that feed off the whales for years or even decades. Yeah. We are so excited up here, Tristan. Yes. Dinner is served. Bone-eating worms? That's something new to have nightmares about. <laughs> a whale fall is a feast for all kinds of creatures. And as they talk, the crew is toggling between the cameras mounted on their two robot submarines, Argus and Hercules. I mean, yeah. Look at the Argus view. You're, you're right. You're right. Oh, yeah, yeah look at the Argus view. view. <gasps> it's so perfect. So what, what do we ask? It's not just the crew that's watching the whale fall. They're streaming it on YouTube for the whole world to see. Definitely All right. Well, people watching, we'll, we'll definitely come back uh, here if we're swinging a little too far and spend some time here. This is definitely worth it. Yeah, I I was one of those people watching live, and I was fascinated by not just the whale fall, but the Nautilus itself. Its mission is to explore the deep sea and share what's hidden on the seafloor. I mean, there's probably a lot hidden there because it's, it's pretty dark. <laughs> there's lots to discover. So I was very excited when I got the chance to interview one of the amazing people on board. So my name is Taylor Ann Smith and I'm currently a science manager here aboard the EV Nautilus. So you actually talked to her while she was on the ship? Yeah, and Taylor Ann told me that before her first trip, she was also on the Nautilus's YouTube channel. Before, like, my first day coming aboard, I was so excited. I remember, like, even weeks before I came, trying to find YouTube videos to see what the ship looked like. Taylor Ann was a young student when she learned about the Nautilus and applied for a training job called an internship. She couldn't believe it was real. It was a mixture of excitement and like thinking it's really cool and also being like, wow, wait, how did I get this internship? Uh, this is like insane. I can't believe that I got this. I was talking to her during her third expedition, and she was ready to show me the ropes. She was sitting right in front of all those video monitors where crew members had narrated the whale fall. Ooh, it's a behind-the-scenes view. 
I tried not to be starstruck, but I was. Especially because the person who started the Nautilus was my favorite explorer as a kid. Our founder is Dr. Bob Ballard. You might know him um, as the man who found the Titanic. Uh, He's a pretty cool guy. (laughs) Whoa, the Titanic is a pretty big deal. Yes, I was obsessed with the Titanic when I was a kid. I can attest that you have a poster from a Titanic museum exhibit in your childhood bedroom. That is true. That's true. So I know that Bob Ballard used a remotely operated vehicle, also known as an ROV. All right, super fan. I guess that's also known as a very cool robot submarine. Right. He used an ROV to explore and collect objects from the Titanic, just like Nautilus does with its ROVs to explore the seafloor. We have this room full of monitors. And on one monitor, we have the view of Hercules, which is our main ROV that we're moving around and using to collect samples. Hercules is like the eyes and hands of the Nautilus on the seafloor. And Argus is Hercules' supervisor. Argus will keep eyes on Hercules so we know if Hercules is near a wall or if there's a big slope in front of him. So while Hercules is like looking at the ground, Argus is like, stop, you're about to crash. Exactly. And then there's the views that you don't get to see online. We'll have more screens mostly for the pilots. The pilots of what? The robot submarine pilots. Oh, These screens help them guide the controls to pick up samples of species, soil, and more stuff from the seafloor. Wow, so it's like a real-life deep-sea video game. It is very, very cool, and Taylor Ann is in on all the action. So my job on the ship is to be on watch when we have these big robots in the water looking at things in the deep sea. It's my job to take notes on everything that we're seeing. So she's right up there with the crew that we heard earlier. Exactly. Then, when Hercules comes back from the dive with samples, she gets her hands on them. I'd say the coolest part of my job is to see these deep-sea creatures that sometimes people have never seen before, and I get to hold them in my hands and smell them, even if they stink really bad. Uh, The sweet stink of discovery. Uh, I, I witnessed a new species of sponge that was a carnivore. So wait... So a sponge can be a carnivore and not just something you use to wipe your counters? Yes, this kind of sponge eats sea bugs. I guess the ones you use on your counter kind of eat bugs, too. I mean, not really in the same way. They don't, like, (laughs) grow on them. (laughs) I suppose. In addition to getting samples from the robots, Taylor Ann also collects her own samples for her own research. She sent me a recording of her doing it. Hello, Bridge. I was wondering if I had permission to take a Niskin over the side of the vessel. That sounds like a secret code signal. I know. What she's asking is if she can drop a special bottle called a Niskin over the side of the ship to collect water samples. My project was focusing on microplastics in the deep sea. So I kind of remember microplastics from our episode, The Voyage of the Ocean Trash. But um, can you maybe remind me what they are? I'll let Taylor Ann explain. So microplastics are little tiny pieces of plastic um, that are smaller than about, you know, five millimeters. She takes water samples from different depths, from the deep sea to the surface. Then she filters out the water to find out how many microplastics are in those places. Just to get a better idea of where they're coming from, how they're moving around, um, how do they move, how do they settle down to the seafloor. 
Wow, I mean, that sounds like a really important project, but how does she do it all? Does she, like, ever sleep? Taylor Ann said she's getting better at finding times to rest. But on our last expedition... I felt like sometimes I never slept. (laughs) Um, But then I would, like, sneak in naps, and it would all work. It was always worth it when you're just standing out there, and you're, like, really sleepy, and you're like, no, I just want to go to bed. And then you look up, and you're like, wow, wait, I don't see any land around me at all. I'm just over the water on this beautiful ship, and there's the sun rising. That sounds beautiful, but how do you get to that place watching the sunrise on a research ship? Does it still work like when you wanted to be a sailor, you just showed up in the shipyard and said to a captain, Yar, I'm your new first mate. And do you have to talk like a pirate to get on a boat? <laughs> <laughs> no, now now when you want to be a deep sea researcher um, and you've got like a pet bone eating worm on your shoulder. <laughs> exactly. Did she have to show up and be like, Yar, I want to study microplastics in yonder ocean. <laughs> Unfortunately, it doesn't work exactly like that. Taylor Ann had no idea how to become a marine biologist. Growing up, I never saw a scientist around me. I never knew that people were out there getting paid to do research, to to ask questions. I had no idea that's how it worked. In fact, she didn't know what a marine biologist was. Like, I thought marine biologist was a dolphin trainer for the longest time. And then as I grew up, I was like, oh, no, that's, that's not it at all. You know, there's so much more. You know, I think a lot of people think like that. Yeah, Taylor Ann eventually discovered that there's a whole world of marine biology that goes far beyond dolphins. And once I started to figure that out, I was like, oh, okay, this is a lot different and much harder than I thought it was going to be. And it still is that way for me at most times. It is something that's very challenging, um, but I think that's why I keep pursuing it. So, but what does she mean by that? Well, Taylor Ann is a woman of color. She's half black and half white. She told me that she doesn't have many role models in science that look like her. And she found that that's kind of a big deal. Um, So I'd say that the the support and community around you in science is really important. Fortunately, she's found a lot of support on the Nautilus. It's definitely been really rough to find my way through, but the Nautilus has helped me navigate and it's made all the difference for me. She told me that part of her mission as a scientist is to inspire other kids like her, which makes Nautilus's mission of sharing science so meaningful. We're seeing so many amazing things, and I think it's so important that we're broadcasting and giving everybody the same opportunity to see what we're seeing and to be curious about, you know, science and exploration. That's so cool. I hope there's another whale fall. Or maybe even a shipwreck, because Taylor Ann told me they've come across those too. Probably not another Titanic, because as I remember, there was just the one. <laughs> I'll never let go. Well, much like the story of the Titanic, this has been an epic journey on an epic ship. But thankfully, it has a much happier ending. Indeed. And Taylor Ann has an amazing message to share for other kids who are like her, who want to find their own ways to explore. Any advice would just to be keep trying. Stay true to yourself um, and don't give up. Um, It's not going to be easy, um, but you'll find ways to make your own path. Thanks today to Taylor Ann Smith, science manager on The Nautilus. 
She's currently getting her master's degree in marine biology at California State University, Northridge. Also, thanks to Megan Cook for coordinating our interviews. This episode was supported by Ocean Exploration Trust through support from the National Marine Sanctuary Foundation. Learn more about Taylor Ann's path to the Nautilus on our bonus interview episode available to patrons who pledge $1 or more at patreon.com slash tumblepodcast. We'll also have more educational resources, including the full Whalefall video and other favorite Nautilus materials. That's all on sciencepodcastforkids.com. Sarah Robertson-Lentz made the episode art and is our head of partnerships. I'm Lindsay Patterson, and I wrote and produced this episode with help from Casey Georgie. And I'm Marshall Escamilla, and I made all the music. Tumble Science Podcast for Kids is a Tumble Media production. Thanks for listening, and stay tuned for more stories of science discovery. Thanks so much for listening to that episode. And now it's time for some birthday shout-outs. Ian, happy birthday on October 3rd. Mom and Dad love you. Keep up your scientific curiosity. Olivia, happy birthday on October 8th. And lots of love from Mom and Dad to their scientist in training. Elijah, don't stop asking questions and happy birthday on October 11th. Ulysses, Mommy and Dad love you so much and are so glad you love science. And happy birthday on October 14th. Thanks to all of you and to everyone who supports Tumble on Patreon. To get a birthday shout-out of your own like these fine folks, just go to patreon.com slash tumblepodcast and support us at the $5 level or higher. Once again, that's patreon.com slash tumblepodcast. And join us next time for more stories of science discovery and more birthday shout-outs.